This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side, a traveling salesman, Dietrich Furs. Well, she can't see my whole face through this hole. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we watch every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology show, Tales from the Dark Side, and report it back to you. I'm Matt Noss. With me are my friends, Jen Hansen and Matt Rose. How are you guys? Doing Hello. so good, Maddie. It looks like you had that written down in your notebook and are just it reading did. it. I, I tried to do it as well as I possibly could okay. because you... Both realized how bad I floundered it last time. No, <laughs> no one saw. What? What? You did great. Real sad. No, but you know what makes me really happy? We have a super awesome guest with us today. Ooh. Please Ooh. welcome for the first time on the transmissions, Joe Plembeck. Yay! Hi. Thank you so much for having Thank me. Thank you so oh, much for being my here. Gosh, what a dark delight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is truly a dark delight to have you here today. We have a few questions that we ask everybody who comes on the show. Have you ever seen Tales from the Dark Side before? Yes. I couldn't have named an episode, but I probably could have sung the theme song for you for sure. Yep. Did you watch any other horror anthology shows? Definitely watched um, Amazing Stories. Okay. Um, that was probably the one that is most vivid in my mind from my, that might have just been those years when everything started to kind of solidify that I liked horror and things like that. Um, I think that that was the only other one when I was like, oh, and Monsters. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. yep, yep that yep. was a weird one. Yeah. I liked that. Because Tales and Monsters were usually back to back. Okay. Yep. That's, that would make sense then. Monsters is the next series that we're going to do. Awesome. We'll have you back for Monsters. <laughs> and then Freddy's Nightmares. Yep. We, we are okay. looking... Okay, we just talked about this last week. <laughs> if anybody has a line on Freddy's Nightmares, reach out. We need them. <laughs> They're out of print. Okay. Um, I've looked on eBay. I have only found like Region 2 stuff. I've not found any Region 1 Blu-rays or DVDs. I don't have a. If we, I would take it in any region. I've got a region-free player. I would bring it over here. We can make whatever work. But just anything that we found was how much was it? It was like, um, one hundred and thirty. Yeah. And uh, well, Tales from the Crypt is one hundred and seventeen for the whole series. Mm -hmm. But that's seven seasons. That's not yeah bad. seven right. seasons. When you break and that's it down. like DVDs and shit. Yeah, and that and that's good quality of a good show. A show that we yeah. could all be like. <laughs> we oh. know Freddy's nightmares will not be worth. <laughs> We looked up some. Dollars. We yeah. looked up some clips of Freddy's nightmares, and there's him in a classroom playing an electric guitar. Oh wow! And he that he like, like Nightmare on Elm Street four. Yep. he does like a little leap and stuff. Yeah. That was that was awesome. He does a Chuck Berry duck walk. Wow! With it. And wow. he's more he's more shadowed than he is in Nightmare on Elm Street two. Okay, so it's just like it's <laughs> just he, it might as well be him behind like a a cupboard or something threatening you. Wow. <laughs> I see. Get you. Well, come out into I the see, light. I see a hat. I see a razor glove. Yeah. <laughs> Must be Freddy. <laughs> what about Friday the 13th, the series? Have you guys watched that? That's uh, something yes. we've also looked into? 
Because didn't definitely it recently did, come out on DVD? Yes, you can get the whole series as well. That one, that was a little weird because I think our niche is anthology horror. And I don't know. That wasn't, that I wasn't can't remember. anthology. That actually had characters you saw every week. Was oh, it like a okay. mystery of the week? Yeah. Something, something along were, those lines, like Monster of the Week. Yeah. yeah. I think there was like a store with haunted obj- or yep. objects. Yes. And then yeah. each, they go into. Okay. Yeah. The conceit is this guy made, owned a curio sh- store and made a deal with the devil. And the deal was that he shouldn't sell anything in the curio store. <laughs> 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 so of course this dumbass sells all of it, and now it's up to his children to get it back. Right, one Sins of whom of the father. is Roby, <laughs> red-haired Roby. She just went by Roby. I don't know what happened to her. She did not have a first role, like Madonna or Tiffany. Yes, but Roby. Roby. Yeah. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Today's episode of Tales from the Dark Side is called the Old Soft Shoe. As is tradition here, we write down what we think the episode is before we watch it. Um, who would like to say what they thought it was first? As as the guest, uh, Brandy Joe, you want to go first? Sure, I can. The old soft shoe. An elderly dancer believes her deceased husband is communicating with her from beyond the grave. But the truth is even more shocking and horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent tag. Very nice. <laughs> Right on. I'll go. I'll go next. He's a washed up, down on his luck dancer when he meets the new kid in town. For some reason, there's a dance battle for souls. <laughs> oh, uh, an old song and dance man sells his soul for success, but gets cursed by having to dance forever. I Aww. liked that one. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that. Episode. I would have watched that. That uh, feels like uh, Tales from the Crypt episode with Gregory Hines. Oh, That's totally. Like I, was thinking, I was thinking Scatman Carruthers myself, but mm. okay. no, whatever. I would have taken either. Uh, I wrote, an old shoe stalks residents of a senior living community, <laughs> draining their blood through their toes. Unfortunately, the episode was not about any of those things, Matt. <laughs> Instead, the episode was actually about a traveling salesman has a ghostly date with an attractive woman in a motel, which turns ominous. Uh, this episode, is that what you call it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure I would call that ominous, but it, yeah. Uh, this no. episode aired February 16th, 1986. So this, can I say something yeah. weird right now? Yeah. That's not my exact... My birthday is February 16th. <gasps> what? But 1979. Ooh. But still, that is weird that you guys have me on. And I just looked over, I'm like, why is my yeah. birthday written down there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that is weird. really bizarre. The gift Crazy. is this episode to you. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry. No, actually, this was... A, if you had to get an episode for your birthday... This is not a bad this one to get. Pretty yeah, good. This is, yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot worse ones to get. Half so. naked ladies. I mean, everything I could ever everything want. You want. <laughs> uh, this is season two, episode eighteen. Uh, this episode episode starred uh, Paul Dooley, uh, veteran character actor who was in Sixteen Candles. He was in Popeye. Uh, he was the dad in Breaking Away. Uh, he also co-created the Electric Company. What? Really? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Uh, John Fielder was in this episode. He was on uh, Bob Newhart. He was in The Odd Couple. He was also the voice, voice of, of Piglet. 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 Yes. yes. I have Piglet written in my notes. I referred to his character as Piglet throughout. <laughs> I heard you say something about a pig, but I didn't know what you were talking about. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, my gosh. Now, yes. Yeah. You're right. 
Interesting. Uh, Kathy McLean, the uh, blonde woman, uh, Carol. Uh, this is her only film credit. Oh, but she was so good. She was so good. You <laughs> saw so much of the up. back of her head. <laughs> oh, she was wearing a fur coat. Oh, a huge fur coat. Yeah. The whole time I yeah. was like, mm, Dietrich fur. <laughs> Dietrich. <laughs> uh, then uh, Dorothy Park. P-A-R-K-E, not Dorothy Parker, uh, played Glenda, who was a working TV actress throughout the 70s and, oh. and 80s. Uh, directed by Richard uh, Friendman, who uh, directed uh, Phantom of the Mall, Eric's Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I do remember Phantom of the Mall. I think that that had, a, a, not a cameo, but it had a small bit part by Polly Shore. Oh, that if sounds I'm not right. mistaken. Yeah. It's odd that it has that, like, like there's many of them. Phantom mm-hmm. of the Mall, you know, Shannon's Distrust right. or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's very bizarre that that's tagged on there. Like, there was another one and they had to put that right. on there so that they could use the Please title. Please do not mistake the Phantom of the Mall. <laughs> <laughs> this is the revenge one. <laughs> not the deceit. Not, <laughs> that's right. Not Mark. Guys, we're not doing Monica's irritation here. Come on, get it together. <laughs> Oh, well, I guess I wrote this spec script for nothing. <laughs> rip, rip, rip. Uh, this episode was uh, written by Art Monteroselli, uh, who co-wrote Rambo. What? Uh, he also created and wrote uh, the TV show Total Recall 2070 and wrote for a ton of television. Huh. That's amazing. Yeah. Craziness. Yeah. Guys, man lives... In the sunlit world yeah, of what he believes to be reality. Right, but there is unseen by most. And you might not know this, Joe. There's an underworld. It's, it's a place that's just as real. But not, but not as, as brightly, brightly lit. lit. It's a, it's a dark, dark side. side. Yeah. You guys are cute. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It makes me jealous. I want to be a part of the Tales from the Dark Side narration club. <laughs> The Those door are... from the dark side swings right open. <laughs> and we are greeted by a payphone. Yeah. A rotary dial phone at that. 555. Good I... old 555. Mm-hmm. Good old 555. The words cut bait hotel are written on the dial. Cut bait? <laughs> yes. Oh, I so, did not like, see cut bait. I did I, not see I, I I saw red, like a red label, but I was too busy writing stuff down. So yes, yeah. written in like faint grease paint yeah like a grease marker <laughs> i was like yeah what, what are we gonna call this hotel um, uh, cut bait <laughs> did you say cut rate i'm already writing <laughs> god damn it <laughs> you absolutely know that it was cut rate <laughs> somebody <laughs> Someone on spelled it but they were union so they yep. were gonna have to get another union guy right. to come in and write it <laughs> we gotta get we gotta get the union eraser <laughs> to erase cut bait i've been telling that guy talk louder all weekend you can't do it. I'm writing cut bait. <laughs> I'm cutting bait and writing cut bait. <laughs> we meet Chester Caruso, who is calling uh, home to his wife. Uh, Chester Caruso is uh, delivering uh, a exposition phone call to his wife about a storm that he is trapped in. But also you can see he's kind of being kind of shitty about it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <sighs> Did you hear that? That's the wind. Does anyone ever fall for that? Nope. No I mean, one. They yeah. always people do on in the TV, movies, yeah. but in real life, that does not sound real. I'm sorry. 
Here's a question for everybody straight out the gate. What year do you think it is in this so, episode? I thought that it I thought that it was present time. I also thought it was present time. I thought it was 96. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was present time too. Time becomes really weird in this episode. It, it was present day because when they were signing in on that ledger, it said 1985. It did. Oh. Yeah. All right. Hmm. So cool. present day at the time of recording. Hmm. Well, he's there doing some business with his wife then. Hubba hubba mink jacket. <laughs> Dietrich. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the, a leggy blonde comes in. He makes yeah. an excuse to get off the phone. You can tell that this guy is a sleazoid. Uh, and he starts he starts putting the moves on her. He's talking about how he's there as a representative from Gore Mocker and Lingerie. Which no. I'm glad she pointed out was a very unfortunately named lingerie. Yeah, <laughs> what was it again? Gormacher. Wow. <clears throat> Haven't you ever been to the mall, Joe, and seen Gormacher's Secret? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what lady doesn't like to stroll in and get something cute from Gormacher's Secret? <laughs> Fellas, treat your lady right this Valentine's Day by dressing her up in a Gormacher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Let her sweet cups be embraced. <laughs> Black Gormacher quality. <laughs> Looked like he was selling flapper things when he pulled. Yeah, he out. was kinda... like a definitely like an old timey salesman. So I'm not going to lie. There's one point where they're in the room and he was holding up lingerie. And I thought that it was something that you would put over a lampshade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it did kind of look like that. <laughs> I need it a little dimmer in here. Could you hand me a hey, bustier? Uh, I need I need my lampshades to be sexier. What do you have? How do you expect me to fuck this lampshade? It's not pretty. <laughs> Look, I've been looking at that lamp. I know it wants it. But I need to tart it up a little bit. Oh, oh, wow. oh you go to a hotel and you don't fuck a lampshade? Okay, all right, Senator Rockefeller. <laughs> Chester Caruso is spitting game. Hard. Oh, and the blonde, thankfully, is having none of it. Yeah, just no thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm signing into a hotel here. That is also slightly reminiscent of Bates Motel. Cut bait. Yeah. Cut Bates Motel. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cut rate Bates Motel. <laughs> because there are other things, like the hole in the wall and yeah. him, the peeping oh, Tom. Yeah. Like Holy, yeah. yeah. Cut bait to play yeah. on baits, play on rape. Yeah, there was on... the like a squirrel or something on the desk. Mm-hmm. And then there were jars that just had... Oh, the pig's feet. Like, yeah, there were pig's feet. I thought there was something else. It looked like there were like like dentures oh, or like a mouth. Like we're a... missing one other thing. Okay. he the, um Piglet was wearing like a nightgown yes. and stuff. Yes. Oh, yeah. So he was running the motel. And when he walked in, I said, who's the queen behind the desk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? Where has she been? What's she been doing? <laughs> she's, she's been working out, is what she's. Saying. And just like in Bates Motel, there's only one room left. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 Because when there are two rooms, the room. Now this is kind of the opposite of most things. The safe room goes to the female right. character, mm-hmm. and he gets the cursed room. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cabin seven. number seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cabin number seven. Unlucky number seven. Although he's telling him the um, uh, Arthur who runs the desk is telling Chester, the salesman, that there are no more rooms. He doesn't let anyone use Cottage Seven, uh, but but uh, Chester talks him into it for an extra ten dollars. Yes, yep. you got it. 
But he warns them. Hey. No hanky-panky. Please, no hanky-panky. This is a, respect, a respectable establishment, and if I hear so much as a peep, I'm coming down there with my shotgun. And don't steal the soap, because the last guy who did died. So if you he got into soap, an accident. Yeah, he got into yeah. an accident on the interstate. You will die. Like, he lays it out pretty hardcore. In crappy motels, do you have to, like, use the same soap as people? That's pretty gross. No. I don't think so. Oh. No, that's... No, was they, that a thing in 85? That's why it's I cut don't even. I don't even know if it was then. <laughs> no, because they always had those wafer yeah. soaps yeah. wrapped in, in paper. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, in the they, yeah, they, in the I ones mean, that I've been they to. Still, they still do, but... Yeah. <laughs> like, I haven't been to a Super 8 in a long time, mm-hmm. but we took many trips out west, and it was always like... They weren't the best hotels, mm-hmm. but they would get the job done. Right. Yep. They probably reused the shampoos, mm-hmm. but the soap always seemed new. Yeah. <laughs> well, now now they actually have like the labels so that you have to like break it. Yes. So they don't they don't reuse them now. <laughs> At least I, I certainly hope not. So he gives him he gives him the key to cottage seven. He pays the extra ten bucks, but before he leaves, make sure you look at the turtle named Prometheus, Prometheus. with a candle on its back. Yes. Yeah. What was that all about? So here's a question. Um, you are a theater major. Uh, yes. In you are a theater king. You are a theater. <laughs> the king of the theater. Yes. You are a theater king. You have read hundreds of scripts. As sure. Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> yes, me and Stevie were yeah. <laughs> So you're probably familiar with this famous Chekhov quote about a gun. <laughs> presented in the first act. <laughs> yes, indeed. Usually, <clears throat> could you help us out? What happens if we see a gun in the first act? It's going to be used in the last act. Perfect. Yeah. I don't think <laughs> no, this show not... has ever read a checkoff. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because the rule is, if you see a gun, the well, end is <laughs> just a gun. <laughs> Congratulations. You just saw a gun. <laughs> This is a road trip to nowhere, and why does this turtle have a candle on its back? I was hoping hoping that there would be a payoff for it, and simultaneously, I was like, there's no payoff whatsoever for this. So uh, the the reason why I think the turtle was called Prometheus is because of the fire, because Prometheus is the one who stole the fire from the gods and gave it to man, though that has absolutely no bearing on this episode or why the hell does a turtle i mean just sean florin no why is there why is there a candle on this turtle's back help us sean help us sean we need help we're sean. calling out to you do you think that he dresses the does something different with the turtle every day and names it something new like maybe puts <laughs> oh. like a curly like some curly hair on it and calls it like Shirley Temple or something. Oh, totally. And then like maybe every day the turtle is named I, something different. And he's got a different outfit on. Or I like you know, this some a lot better yeah. than what we currently have. They have like a little uh, Judy and uh, Judy and uh, Mickey Rooney thing. Yeah. 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 He could be both of them. Yeah. The <laughs> half and half. That's right. Like my favorite episodes of Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> Where someone sings endless love and half of them's a yep. lady and half of them's a guy. Oh, uh, guys, I've, I'm as old as time. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> well, say goodbye to the turtle because you'll never see him again That's or right. understand why the turtle was important to his father, which was also mentioned. Say hello to this jar of pig's feet, though. Was, was the turtle just... <laughs> Was the 
turtle just to introduce the fact that he had a father? (laughs) (laughs) That's a long way to go. It really is. Oh, my God. Oh, man. We got to introduce the father somehow. How are we going to do it? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what if it, what if there's a turtle? Yeah, there's a turtle. What if it's like a birthday cake? Got a candle uh. on his back. <laughs> his name is Prometheus. Uh, I'm really hot right now. Cook with grease. Cook with grease. <laughs> Give him pig's feet. Get him out. I don't know. Has anyone ever eaten pig's feet? No. My grandma no. apparently that was one of her favorite things to snack on was a pig's knuckle. I didn't know this um, until after she had passed. But that was something my dad told me. It was like, oh, your grandma loved pig's feet. I was like, I don't. Now, I've never had pickled pig's feet, which is what it looked like he got. It was. Mm-hmm. I've had pig's feet in a tureen, which is like like a spread. You they, know. Shred, they take all the meat off and then they right. process it. It's like a, yeah, like a tureen. So you're not like gnawing on like a hoop. No. Right. <laughs> Just give me that gelatin. <laughs> Just give me that sweet, <laughs> sweet ooze. Ooh, uh. That's the secret of the ooze. Yeah. <laughs> Turtle power. <laughs> he did also oh my say God, it's all bed, connected. The beds had magic fingers, which is worth mentioning. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. The that's magic right, finger right. bed is, you know. It's, you can't find a well, good one but anymore. she was the one who had the magic she fingers did. bed, not uh, not our buddy Chester Caruso, who had a murder suite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he sure did. But he did have a radio from, oh, from three. The 40- yeah. <laughs> well, I haven't seen one of these in a long time. Also, I we sh- seen we one should... of these since I was a kid. We should we should mention when he's spitting game to uh, Dietrich Furs. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Hey, why don't we get out of here? Get a couple drinks, go dancing." They used to call me the titular line of this episode. (laughs) Soft shoe. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) He was the, uh, guys, he was the pride of Toledo. I don't know if you know that or not. Wow. Can you imagine being the pride of Toledo? Ted's He's just dad. so handsome. That's, that's <laughs> some kind of honor. Can I you guess. imagine a young Paul Dooley? <laughs> oh. What a bow hunk! Ooh, my basement's getting flooded. <laughs> we have bloomers over there. <laughs> so, so we have our act break on "Don't Steal the Soap." The last, uh, the last guy died. Um, I, I feel like. Um, uh, Piglet might have just brought all of this shit with him to kind of dress it up. Like, eh, this seems a little boring. I want to have yeah. some stuff to do. Yeah, he's like, um, I came in with all my character work. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I think that the turtle should be called Prometheus. I think I need the name. <laughs> and he's going to have a candle on his back. <laughs> uh, we got another four minutes for this shoot, so fine. All right, do that. I have notebooks full of material. <laughs> so I, I wasn't sure if the pig's feet thing was actually a, like kind of a throwback to him being Piglet. Ah. Oh. I think you must like be a, right. a tongue-in-cheek salute to. And I bet it was his idea. He seems like that type of. He actor. seems like a playful, a playful pup. Oh, dear. So act break. We come back from commercial, and he is walking to cabin number seven. It's windy, cold. Fuck. He opens the door, throws out pig's feet immediately. Wise decision. He's like these. Don't need them. Yep. <laughs> he gets in the room. I have to say, like, uh, Joe downloaded a whole bunch of episodes because he was like, I'm going to get ready for the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I tip my hat, but I say, do not watch any episodes. <laughs> yeah. Because they are so all over the place. Yeah. yeah the quality yeah. is just varying in quality so hard. But um, this episode sets. Probably some of the best that we've seen. Yeah. 
Like they, it actually looked like a motel room. It actually yep. looked like an office. Mm-hmm. There was tracking shots, mm-hmm. guys. Yeah, yeah. They went I, all I was, out. I was actually the, the most impressed by the end, but we'll 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 get to that. Um, so he kind of starts the um, he starts moving the plot along by talking to no one in particular, mm-hmm. which I always love. It's so I rare. could really use a hot bath. Ah. Oh, a radio. I haven't seen one of these in a while. <laughs> yak yak yak. Let me put on some public domain jazz. <laughs> <laughs> God, who doesn't love that? Suddenly, wow. there's a little peaky hole right uh, right, uh, right to the other room. It is disgusting bathroom, by yes. the way. The walls yeah. were disgusting, but the tub is just like pristine. Yeah, pretty clawfoot mm-hmm. tub. Mm-hmm. I wrote, though, would you, number one, is anybody in this room a bath person? No, my husband no. is, but I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a bath person mm-hmm. either. I can't remember the last time I took a, a bath. bath. When, I, when I had my one uh, bathroom redone, the first thing I did was take a bath in it just because I could because my my tub before that was gross as fuck and I didn't I didn't mm. even want to stand in it for a shower let alone take a bath so that was something that I did as I I, took I mean that. you had to right? christened yeah. it yeah. I you christened it yeah but it. since then no very I, I'm just very a occasionally <laughs> but is it like an older thing to do is it something an old traveling salesman would do would be to take a bath he, and, I, and was there a shower head in there I did not see the shower head I only saw so there the, was that curtain. Mm, but okay. there was the curtain, but I didn't yeah, see, you're right. a, shower I didn't see head. a shower head either. They were um, tight on the bus. I could see someone like this guy being like, I'm gonna take a soak. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. just an old My soak. dogs are barking. It's yeah. strange though that he's in cottage seven, yet somehow, you know, his wall is right into the other woman's room. Right. Like, yeah, they're talking like about them cottages, like they're separate. Yeah, but clearly it seems they are like not. They would, maybe they are just like two of the same one or something. Right. I don't know. So but there, that, yeah, sorry. there's this hole in the bathroom wall that is so enormous. <laughs> there is no way the woman on the other side does not notice. Doesn't notice. Because when he's peeking through, she would see his entire face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think she knew. I think yeah. she was giving him a little show. <laughs> also, that is a very unsafe place, I will just say, to have a peephole because you're in like a slippery tub yeah. and then yeah. like you would totally fall down if you that that is an accident waiting that to just happen. Adds to the excitement of jerking it. <laughs> so you, right. got, you got the belt around your neck, you got the water. <laughs> Just trickling. You've, you've uh, rubbed some Mr. Bubble on your feet. So more dangerous. A little on the feet. A little on the feet. Yeah. Oh wow. This is how I get turned on. <laughs> and it's it's less peeking and more just standing and looking. Yeah. He's like, it's gonna have to be a cold bath. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a joke. He literally says it's gonna yes, happen. He does. Cold <laughs> it's like, dude, why don't you just why don't you just knock one out? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just yeah. like rub one out. You got yeah. full access. Right you were there. mawing her in the in the lobby. Clearly, you're into it. Just just turn this. Own it. Yeah, just what knock is one is out. This, <laughs> is this a step too far for you? Like looking through a peephole, rubbing one out. Oh, you were trying to get in her pants. This is earlier. not this guy's first peephole, guaranteed. No. Oh, did he just turn it into an episode of The Red Shoe Diaries? (laughs) Excuse me, miss, the other side of this wall who can clearly see my whole face. Mind if I just stand here? I don't see anything. I'm a woman. (laughs) 
uh, 80s writing. <laughs> so sensitive. Oh, my tit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my tit. Oh, my tit. It just fell out. <laughs> boy, boy, my boy, boy. my box and bosom. <laughs> Uh, he he starts the bath, and then he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go sit and take a sweet nap in the other room. <laughs> yeah, that's, and, and Matt Rose, rightly so, called out the, the safety violation there. Yeah, like, I, I'm going to go and I'm going to, you know, put the tub on and then just take a fucking nap while I'm listening to an old-timey radio. What could possibly go wrong? That's a man who does not care about consequences. No. He lives by his own rules. He sure does. He's a road warrior. I mean, guys, guys, he's a traveling lingerie salesman. Rules don't mean fuck all to him. That's right. He's Chester. Well, he starts to... He starts to... Come on. This just blew it. Damn it. (laughs) He starts to fall asleep to some sweet, sultry jazz that is... (laughs) I think it was like... Slightly older than this. What do you mean? <laughs> I mean, this is, this is clearly the Red Shoe Diaries music. <laughs> what do you mean? No, this isn't. No, it's it was old, like, yep, da da jazz, and this is clearly Foreskin and Max fucking. Not to my ears. Oh, man. What about Foreskin? Foreskin and Max fucking. It's that docking type of love. It's the only true kind of love. He uh, uh, so you see the radio is playing. He's sleeping in the chair, and you see a woman's hand turn off the faucet. <laughs> you found the perfect mix of actual jazz <laughs> and Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> now this is what I'm here for, guys. Oh, boy. So good. And he says, "What the?" And it is a woman in lingerie with brown hair to distinguish her from the other, other woman. woman. She, and looks like, she looks like Cheetah Rivera. Yes. And for the second time in this episode, I write down hubba hubba. Boing. See you later, Tom. Huwuga. And she just starts spitting straight nonsense at him. Harry, I'm so glad you came back to me. I'm not Harry. And I, that made me sad because I like a Harry guy. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just kept saying it over and over. I'm not Harry. I'm not Harry. I'm like, I get it. <laughs> you don't like me. Like, just He's move a on. smoothie. <laughs> He's one of those smooth boys. So he looks good in the lingerie. Do you think a lingerie salesman would have to try on the lingerie at one point to sell it? If he was smart, he if would. He would, right? So no. he could like literally be like, "I know it's a little uncomfortable right. under this. A little, or, this yeah. is gonna make any woman look good. Look mm-hmm. at me, I'm Paul Dooley, and I look fucking <laughs> great in this. Look Check at out, my, look my Dooleys. <laughs> That's what he calls his cans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his Dooley. He calls them the Dooley Brothers. <laughs> oh, listen to the music. <laughs> <laughs> she is insane. 
She's not, insane, but she's gorgeous, so he is into it, and she is like straight. But he's not like seducing. real into it. No, he's confused, but like not running away. It's like he was trying to get on Dietrich Coke Girl, mm-hmm. or whatever, and yeah. then and you know she wasn't having. It, but here, this woman's like, oh my god, you know, fuck me, and he's like, oh. Yeah, so he like it's a power trip for him. He totally. likes to be the one who's like making the moves. A woman tries to be aggressive or something. How he dare gets very she? weird about yeah, whatever. This is a classic. What does the dog do if it catches the, the car? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. He caught the car, and now the car is like, I like dogs. I really like dogs. I like fucking dogs. Beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> woof, woof. <laughs> so they dance. They slow dance. And he says, Marion and I used to dance. And she slaps him across the face. And that's when I wrote, I love a crazy woman. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I do too. So I believe it was as soon as he gets slapped in the face, you hear, turn that music down. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Dietrich's furs comes over. Yeah. And she is pissed that there is a crazy smooth jazz party going on next yeah. door. <laughs> that jazz is far too loud. I can hear it all the way in the next cottage. Because the peephole. I mean, because if it's the, the peephole, the it wouldn't be We're so loud. We're basically sharing a room. <laughs> it's now a megaphone. <laughs> it's like when you put your cell phone in a cup. <laughs> oh, Brian Lark taught me how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the uh, Carol leaves, um, and now, uh, now old-timey lady... What what was her name? Brown? I just want to call him brown and blonde. And that's probably, <laughs> as a feminist, not what I should do. Uh, huh. Glenda. Oh, is that her right. name? Glen- it's, yeah, it's Glenda in the script. I don't know if witch. it was ever, there you go. I don't know if it was ever mentioned. It might have been in the newspaper at the end. Oh, okay, yeah. Maybe. Or something like that. So she is very upset. She had a big surprise for him, and he has ruined it. He's broken her heart. He's done it one too many times. And when he keeps repeating that he's not here, she's like, it's fine, just pretend. Yeah. Right? So it's like she knows, but she's still like, I'm committing full, full heartedly. Here. Right, right. I'm giving this, this fantasy scenario 100%. <laughs> totally. Like, let's role play the fuck out of yes. this. Yes. <laughs> it would have been a good twist if it would have ended up being his wife. That would have been great. That would have been my favorite twist. Yeah. But it wasn't. Uh, now she's got a gun. She does. She pulls it. He's he's trying to talk his way out. Like, oh, uh, 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 too late. You can't yeah. you can't talk your way out of this one, Paul Dooley. Mm-hmm. But she also happens to be the worst shot of all time. Yeah, she is point blank on him. Yeah, and she hits a lamp. She hits oh. a picture frame. Yeah, a the mirror. lamp that he was gonna fuck later. <laughs> Maybe that's how that hole ended up in the bathroom. Oh yeah. I wrote that it looked like a gunshot to me. You know, I did not even think about that. Yeah, I wrote bullet holes. Mm. Bullet holes, ORV, size of matzo balls. (laughs) (laughs) So right after dude, a ghost with a gun run, I wrote fat jigglers. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know, but... Because she didn't have big boobs. Fat jigglers. Oh, 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 it's it's oh, so he oh, goes it was back. What Piglet was using the brrrr. Oh, yes, the fat machine. jigglers. Yeah. 
Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, why did I write that? I, this I episode put... brought to you by Fat Jigglers. <laughs> it's like Jello Jigglers with a little more butter. Yeah. <laughs> when you when you make your Jigglers with lard, they become fat, fat Jigglers. jigglers. <laughs> Wash it down with a cool Sunny Tubs. <laughs> <laughs> For all your new listeners, Sunny Tubs is Sunny Delight with a butter float. <laughs> Came up in what? a previous episode. It is disgusting, and none of us will drink it. <laughs> but someday we will. Some we might have to for the uh, live episode, the live episode, <laughs> <laughs> or for the awards show for the transmission. For the transmissionies, oh. yeah. Okay. Can you imagine having a sunny delight with a butter float? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd almost be like a cream sickle, but a. Uh, but Not. disgusting because it would be <laughs> slick in your mouth, but mildly acidic. Like Ooh, cheap it's making juice. my mouth mm, mm, gross. Mm, thing. This uh, number one, I already hate sun. I as do I. It's it disgusting. Is it's it is so gross. gross. It's just yeah. acidic yep. and just tangy. It's it's all tang. Totes tang. <laughs> you know what would make this sunny delight better? Butter. <laughs> you might just, be right. I just need something to coat the tongue from the tang. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. How similar was Sunny Delight to the orange drink you used to get in school when you could get the like the white milk, um, the chocolate milk, or the orange I drink? Thought, I thought that the um, that Sunny Delight. I don't want to say it was creamier, but I can't think of another way. No, like it was it was thicker. Yeah, was it? Yeah, oh. orange drink. Like you're talking about like the the stuff that you would get like when they brought in those. Mc- Donald's yeah. things. Yeah, yeah. No, that was you. I mean, that you would get like a syrup and yeah. you would mix that with water. Yeah, or, that wasn't too. That, that wasn't drink sweet. is gone. That yeah. orange drink of our childhood is from gone. McDonald's. It is. Yeah. You're sure? There was so there's the the ones that came in the ones that looked like little barrels and you yeah, pulled yeah, yeah. the top yeah. off. It's oh, not those, those. Those were fucking gross. Yeah, it was. I tried to those. drink those as an adult. Don't do it. These came no. in like a milk carton, but it was no. orange drink. I'm from well, Wyoming. They didn't. We didn't have that. Okay, it was. Um, it was probably just made of like pure asbestos and like <laughs> colored with lead paint. And we were like, more orange drink. Like I want high C. Hey, high C. You listening to me right now? Stop <laughs> making orange with fructose corn syrup. Yeah. Go back to regular sugar so I can have that taste of my childhood back, please. Mm. You know what I really liked? Boku. Oh shit. What's Boku? that? Richard Lewis used to c- do the commercials for Boku. It was it was Richard Lewis, and I think maybe Richard Grieco did like two or something. It was really weird. Boku. Um, it was but a it yogurt was like, drink, wasn't it? No, no, That's it yogurt. was just it was just a fruit. It was a fruit drink, but it came in like a larger box, yes. and it had a wider opening. So like. You were totally a man if you drank one. So like I love obviously fucking skinny ass <laughs> skinny ass white kids were like, I will take a Boku, please. Like, you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> he gets shot once in the shoulder, once in the side. He runs out of the room and runs back to the main office. Yes. Where uh Piglet is in a fat jiggling machine. <laughs> I put he was on a weird band machine. I forget and that's what these... where he's that's where he's wearing the um the, the nightgown well, yeah. with like a, a hairnet. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. looks like the grandma from Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> he did. No, that's that's good. That's good. I put, yes, he does. I put mother's robe. <laughs> Mother's robe. Oh, I see you're wearing mother's robe. (laughs) (laughs) So, act break. Here's the question. 
what is that machine called? Because it's always like the 1950s. My grandma had one. 1940s, like it was probably exercise. like the yeah fitness otizer or something like that, or the vitality vitality matic vitalmatic. Right. I bet by shaking your body, it loosens the fat cells. There sell was, you gone. Yes, there was one of them in my dorm at OU, like in really? the basement. We walked by, we we're like, "What the fuck is this thing?" And that was in '97. That's that they were long gone by then. Yeah, I mean, because they, they were proven like this does nothing right. for you. It, like, I mean, you'll probably lose a couple of calories. But that's so it. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Oh shit, you found it. Um. Oh yeah, I searched for band machine jiggler, <laughs> and. That I mean, I, it it obviously worked because all these things came up. I don't really see any consistent name, but one of them was on sale at Amazon. They still sell the them. Confidence Fitness Slim Full Body Vibration Platform. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Can you? Yeah, imagine? you turn around the and that thing. Them, though, yeah. The rest of yeah. them call it like fat melting jiggle machine or something like that. So. <laughs> You know, whatever. Uh, can I go with name a uh, fat melting jiggle machine? <laughs> and a McDouble. You want the deluxe? <laughs> <laughs> could I get a... Oh, God. Guys, a little truth time. Just a little little uh -oh. break. Oh, a little, a little tea uh -oh. break? Okay. A little t break from the tea and into the into my shade. Yep. Um, guys. What? I've been eating filet of fishes a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they're very good. I've never had a filet of fish. It, my mom loves them. It is a delicious sandwich, but like I stopped now. I'm 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 trying mm -hmm. to turn it around. Yeah, uh, meaning I'm stopped now. I had one last Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> so I haven't had one in a long time. And uh, so I was getting one five days a week. I got it five days a week. <laughs> I got I. There's a reason why I have porked up, guys. <laughs> I have not noticed that you. No, you up. haven't porked up. No, oh, come on, guys. No, you, no look, you look great. You look like Matt. I love you guys. Love all of you. So <laughs> I tell Catherine, I come clean. I come clean. <laughs> Catherine, can can you can you sit down? I, I have something here. important. I have I want it's to been talk really. To it's about. been five days since my last life. <laughs> <laughs> How many days before that one? <laughs> so what kind of chip do you get? You don't get like an actual chip because you'd probably eat it. No, right? Absolutely not. <laughs> Yeah, if they gave me like a, a chip, a British chip, yeah, yeah. I'd eat it all night. <laughs> Catherine goes, it's okay, but please make healthier choices. Aww. And she's like, I, I'm on my sixth Big Mac of the day. <laughs> she, but then she goes, the next day, she's like, so why were you eating McFishes? And I was like, <laughs> no. oh. wait, wait. <laughs> so it was okay last night, but you had some time to mull it over, and now it's not okay. McFishes. <laughs> and I was like, they fillet a fish, and I was, then I was like, "Don't defend them!" <laughs> <laughs> Don't you dare! Correct. She would never say that, but it still was like, "Oh no, I've let her down." <laughs> it's fillet fish. Here's a bit of wrapper. <laughs> oh, you want to taste one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I set up a real saw situation, but so, it's more about the fillet of fish. Just, just so you don't feel that bad, um, I. And I, I didn't eat this because it would kill me. Um, but I was recently at an Applebee's. I'm and so apparently sorry. I was worst service ever. Yeah. Um well the, the guy that we had uh for the server was actually pretty good. Oh good. um but apparently what you can get on top of pretty much every meal 
is um, you can get like uh, it would be like if you if you had like a chicken breast and you could get it um, you know to be like chicken parmesan except instead of adding a little bit of cheese and some sauce you get fried mozzarella sticks on top <laughs> covered and smothered <laughs> with sauce and then cheese on top of the sauce oh jesus christ and so i was looking through the menu and i was trying to find something that wasn't 2000 calories yeah and well, I need all of my calories for the day in the in last meal. meal of my day. Yes. <laughs> right before I do the right. least amount of action. <laughs> Doctors recommend a 2,000 calorie diet per meal. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm going through. And so I found, you know, something that would be like an actual like dinner's worth Humon of calories. Food. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll get that. Um, but I'm, I'm looking at all the others and without joke these are 1800 calories 2200 calories Jesus. per meal but that's not including the fried mozzarella sticks on top which adds another i think it was 800 calories 53 potato bacon bombs <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ it was, it was it was like eating the breakfast bacon burger oh well, as long as I can... I've eaten a lot of McDonald's. Like, I've only recently stopped eating McDonald's. I do love McDonald's, and it's terrible. It's not good, but oh, I all of it's bad. Yeah. When I went to Applebee's this week, I actually got a burger with an egg on it, which I'd never gotten before. Which oh, is delicious. Yeah. I love I, I love you know, eggs. I ate it, you know, with a fork Classy. and a knife and without the top bun, so I felt like a little oh, bit yeah. about it. But That's legit. But it was good. Yeah. I thought it sounded so weird, but I'm like, I'm going to just give it a try. Yeah. But I would not try those topper things, because they really did look disgusting. Yeah, I I mean it just doesn't it does I mean I can't have like dairy so it would, you know, kill me but you know, I remember liking fried cheesesteaks. Like they were delicious, but I can't imagine wanting a full serving on top of my meal which is already like a big meal. It's yeah. actually a steak. A steak was an option. Like yeah. steak and cheese. T- that, that just sounds. Um, plus, like beer cheese on top of it. And- I'll have the the whitefish. Uh, <laughs> whitefish, and can you just smother that? Can you just smother the just, shit out of it? Could you play? Could you please take that whitefish, lay six Lincoln log size <laughs> cheese sticks on it, and then just put an Alfredo sauce on it? And do you have some poppers, some jalapeno poppers? Could you put some of those on? Is top there too? like a like an appetizer sampler? Can I just get that on top <laughs> of my steak? <laughs> of my steak? Of my whitefish? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just the smaller steak is fine. The the small, yeah. I'm 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 cutting back. <laughs> but yeah, if I could get onion blo- like a whole onion blossom on there, mm-hmm. I yeah. know they have it at a different restaurant. I don't care. Make it happen. Could you guys go next door? <laughs> I'm to hungry. Out back. Get an onion blossom. Bring it back. They have like an onion blossom deluxe that's like open, and then there's um like uh I think fries and some sort of sauce like in like the middle. It's like creates like Wait, a bowl. fries are in there. Like fries and some sort of sauce that you like can take off the the blooming onion. I saw it on Big Brother. Uh, the I think the sauce is actually um partially mayonnaise. Like I think it's an it's aioli. Remoulade, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. a remoulade. It's a little spicy. Mm-hmm. I like that. Remoulade's good on a crab cake. Boy, we have gotten off the rails. You know what else Ooh. is spicy? <laughs> this Pig- episode. Piglet's leg, Glenda. Oh, yes. oh gosh. So they go back, they go, they check the the room uh, because uh, he got Paul Dooley got shot. Nothing, but nothing happened to him by the time he gets checked out by Piglet. They go back to the room together. 
Well, and it was only after um, Chester uh, Caruso threatened to call the police that he was like, all right, all right, all right. And he went and he got a shotgun Mm -hmm. and they walked into the room. He also said, if you're not going to do something, I'm going to punch you in the nose. But he said it like that. (laughs) Yeah. He's not threatening. It's just weird. That's the the hardest threat you can give a person. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm, Yeah. And then Piglet said something about, you better give up the booze. But I thought he said the boobs. You better give oh. up the boobs. Mm-hmm. Which she probably should do that, too. Yeah. You know? They get back to the room. There is a flower corsage, a bit of a flower corsage floating in the tub. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I noticed that. He And uh, Piglet picks it up and goes, is this what you were afraid of? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Throws it back. Real disgusted. Yep. And then he, he walks into the main room and he sees all the lingerie in uh, Chester's suitcase. What kind of of sicko are you? What kind of freak job are you? Like, look at you in grandma's clothes right now. Yeah, 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 exactly. That's a, it's an Well, no, by this point he was wearing like that big bulky, like jacket, a lumber, it was was Elmer Fudd, but he still had on. Can you just imagine if he just is like, you sicko, and he's like dressed as a leatherman, he's like, don't you fucking judge me. I own this place. <laughs> he looks like the, the guy from Mad Max. <laughs> yes, the- Road uh, the, warrior. Yep. Master Blaster? No, no, oh, no. The I was um, hoping it was Master Blaster. The guy with the mask. Oh, okay, yeah. Max? I forget what, I forget what his name <laughs> Max, or was it Max, or was it Mad? <laughs> We're all doof warriors today. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. He opens the closet, a box falls out. Then he's like, you know what? I'm out of here. Everything's fine. Enjoy your night, weirdo. Mm-hmm. Well, he did shake him down for an extra 10 bucks. That's true. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's out of the room, and then, yeah, it's jazz time again. Oh, she's back. She's back and she's got a flower that she then blows on because it's a dusty corsage. That's right. But before, right before she walks in, uh, he opens up that mysterious red box and pulls out the old corsage. Oh, shit, that's right. And the old corsage and a newspaper clipping. The newspaper clipping from 1950. January 8th, 1950. Saying there was a mysterious drowning at Desolate Hotel. January 8th. That's tomorrow. So it says January 8th, 1950 on right. it. Right. But mm-hmm. he says January 8th, that's tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Is it tomorrow, 1985? Yes. Okay. That's where I was like, I didn't see a teleporter anywhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I didn't know if it was like a room 420 <laughs> into Brundle Fly. <laughs> it's a real body horror piece <laughs> for the rest of this. <laughs> he gets Cronenberg super hard. <laughs> um, but no, I, I was like, is it a four, room 427 type thing mm-hmm. where it's like when you walk in, you get transported back in time or <laughs> somewhere in time? <laughs> Just he's Christopher Reeves yeah. <laughs> on Mackinac Island. So now Honey Baby is back. And she says she has a big surprise. Yeah. As if shooting him wasn't yes. big enough. <laughs> <laughs> All has apparently been forgiven or forgotten. Um, and now he is just barking through, you know, in 29 years of marriage, I've only been unfaithful once. And I'm not even sure if I was unfaithful. We were both loaded. I was so drunk. Is that, is that what, 
is that what it, it was in 85? <laughs> as long as it was only once, it was okay. Hey, those are the and lies you tell yourself, As long you as you were drunk. Baby. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the surprise. She is in a ball gown. She does a quick change. Yeah. She does. I mean, she is a ghost. So. And she gives it... <laughs> Spoiler! <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she gives him some dancing shoes, and some, they do look soft. They do, they do look soft. I will and say, and patent leather, mm-hmm. indeed. And as soon as he puts the shoes on, he is immediately transformed into wearing a tuxedo, right, with a full corsage. And now they are talking about how they. She's talking about how they first met, and how he was the pride of Toledo, the best dancer in three counties. So, so like he is kind of. He's into it. He has also apparently forgotten that this bitch just shot, shot him. him. Hey, man. Every person has problems. <laughs> you were shot. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, uh, you know, she's this jazz. It was a gun from this woman, though. Uh-huh. But this jazz has uh, got me all right. ready to dance. Enjoy being drowned. So, as they're dancing, you hear... Hey! Turn it down in there. Can't, Again. I can't turn it down. The jazz has got me. <laughs> so, <laughs> I gotta keep dancing. He goes to the door. He opens it. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. There's nothing I can do about it. I, I, I'll talk to you later. Closes the door. She's already in the bathroom. Door's yeah. closed. Now she's in the bathroom and she is being sexy. She oh, does. Yeah. Joe, we caught each other on this one. Yeah. The little sexy, you know, she dips her finger in the water and touches it on her lip. Which, Hello, is, which is gross as fuck. So Warm water lips. People's, people's butts uh, have been in that tub. <laughs> <laughs> and vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> the gross. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, before you take another sip of that drink, I have something to do. Okay. She's a sexy ghost. Yeah, so she's a sexy ghost. Uh, she's sitting on the tub. She checks the water. Uh, yeah. And then she's like, hey, why don't you get in here with me? And he starts to loosen up his tie. And she starts to put down her stockings. Yep. Now these are the uh, the old fashioned ones. The old have... Tommy kind. Yep. Yeah, garter belts. Ahuga. <laughs> Excuse what me. I, what I actually wrote down was she gets ready for bath. He pops a million boners. Yep. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That is that is more true. Twenty three skidoo. And what I really liked about this scene and really about the whole ending of the show, yeah. is that I believe that she starts to to pull down her stockings and you see his face. And I think the camera actually pulls back a bit from the bathroom. And then you see somebody on the front office, a cop, talking on the phone saying, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll wait till you get here. I'll wait till mm-hmm. you get here. And now it's the cop, um, Piglet, and Dietrich Furs in the front office all talking. She's saying, I, I, I don't know what happened. Nobody knows what's going Did on. Did anybody hear anything? Yeah. Um, and then it comes out. He drowned in the same room that yeah. your dad isn't, was killed isn't in. Isn't that the same room that Gail drowned your daddy in? Or if, like for <laughs> one, I was herself. just like, yeah. for one, I was like, a don't end a sentence in a preposition. B. <laughs> <laughs> there goes the who episode calls, from Matt. Who, call, who calls a grown man's father their daddy? I don't know. How's your daddy doing? <laughs> <laughs> your daddy. And just yeah, just all that um, 
oh, like how you how could you have ever forgotten these particular right, facts, right? That sort of stuff. But yeah. and I mean, like, I understand. Them say them. I understand why he wouldn't ever want to rent that room if his father fucking got murdered. Why there. would you want to stay there? I would say you'd I'd want to go away. Yeah, I'd I'd raise that building. I'd burn it to the ground. Yeah. As opposed to being like, I'll keep it around. I just won't ever rent out that cottage <laughs> just to honor my daddy. Right. So they're, they're kind of sitting around for like a good two to three seconds staring at each other. And then you hear. Thank you, Maddie. Is that music? It, there's that music again. But that's impossible because this seems to be copywritten. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to be a Louis Armstrong recording. Those definitely, <laughs> that's not fair use. <laughs> boop, boop, boop. And as they are looking out the window toward the toward the cottage, it pushes in on the cottage and it goes into... On seven. Yep. And then in the room, it's kind of going from piece of the room to piece of the room. So mm-hmm. I, I think they showed... Her rubbing flowers on herself. Yep, she yes. was sitting in there kind of sniffing a flower. Um, oh, I actually got a good song, finally. Yes. Uh, they showed, I mean, maybe, shoot, what else did they show? I, I I didn't write this down because I was actually, I was enjoying this part. It starts it, at the claw feet of the tub. Right. And it's it does a long pull out. Mm-hmm. And so you scratch. can see, so you can see that there's feet clothed, like he's still wearing his shoes. He's still got his pants on. It's going up and up, and then you see it's him. Um, submerged in the tub. Yeah, submerged in the tub, staring straight up with an open mouth. He did. Yeah. Did Credits. Great episode. Yeah, I really, I, especially that end part, yeah. really was what wrapped this up with a nice nice bow. Yeah, me. that cut, that cut right to the cop mm-hmm. was, yeah, it was really sharp. Yeah, I first wrote that I thought it was, anticlimactic not that i wanted like mm-hmm. a big like ghost brawling to see her like fatal attraction like yeah. you know them fighting in the bathtub but now that we're talking about it, i think you are right the more subtle approach is the better approach it's this is the first time we've seen the more subtle approach on this yeah. this show so it could also just be yeah. oh it's what a refreshing twist <laughs> this, is, this is a show of zero subtext yeah yeah so that's i think that's why i want to reward thought, it so yeah that why i yeah i really I, yeah um, Any, we, anything we would change? So if we were to go to the writing room on this episode, is there anything that you would change? I Well, the thing I wondered about is he Piglet mentions that there was don't steal the soaps because the last guy who did got in a bad traffic accident mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. Right. I would have liked the idea that there would have been an allusion to something like this happening before, but that wouldn't involve like a traffic accident. Right, right. It would have involved, because I'm sure right. anytime this were to happen, it would end the same way. The guy would drown, because that's... See, that would be awesome right? if, if he put some soap in his bag and he was like, something bad happens and then she shows up yeah yeah but then it's like don't steal or you're gonna die is like the the theme of the the show then yeah well i mean it's already fairly whisper thin <laughs> <laughs> i just don't like morals shoved to my face okay yeah. i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> take your morals somewhere else <laughs> uh all right you guys uh scale of one to ten ten being most one being least just like numbers. Uh, <laughs> how many turtles with candles on their back would you give this episode? I would give it a five. Okay, five from Joe. Uh, I'm going to give it seven and a half. I'm an eight. I was eight and a half. Oh, all right. 
I'm sure my scale would be different if I had, had sure. if you suffered through it a season and a half. Yeah. You know. If you sat through uh, Dream Girl, this would have been a ten for you. So you know, this is kind of like. Um, have any of you watched Room 104 on HBO? I have not watched it. No, mm-hmm. I'm not a is big it, fan, but it all takes place in this Room 104, and it's yes. always something weird. And it's always a different story. Oh, so I heard it about kind it. Of yeah. Was as if I was just watching that all over again. Oh, all right. But that's anything about subtle. You wrote Chester Crotch. <laughs> <laughs> it did. Call back to your previous one. <laughs> thank you, Joe. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much for being here. Oh my here. gosh, thank you for having me. This was so much fun. This was super fun. I'm really going to have to go back and watch that. All right, good. Good. Uh, this episode um, is coming out the third or fourth week of September. Cool. Um, is there anything that you would like to plug or promote? We would love to have our audience know mm-hmm. about it. Uh, well, I'm from the Ringwald Theater in Ferndale, and we're doing Rocky, the Rocky Horror Show. So um, I guess I would just like to promote that. I'm open September 29th and plays through October 30th. And you can just go to theringwald.com for tickets and information. Excellent. Who is Frankenfurter? Susie Jacobs. Yeah, I know. Super. Sisters fun. are doing it for themselves. Yeah, they are. She's rocking it too. She of course. is amazing. Yes. Yeah, she's so great. Now I, I have to tell you. Now you're going to do this show, and this show is going to be great. Matt and I yesterday recorded our Matters podcast where we watch episodes of He-Man yeah. and the Masters of the Universe. Ooh, and fun. Half, uh. And halfway, well, consider <laughs> go easy with the word fun. <laughs> um, but halfway through it, we were talking, and it was like, what if we cast Rocky Horror Picture Show with He-Man characters? <laughs> wow. I forget exactly how we got on that topic. I think but, because I knew that you were coming, Rocky Horror was in my brain. Oh, okay. And it just right. came out. But I was just like, Skeletor's Rocky, for sure. Or <laughs> Beastman's Riff Beast. Raff. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, Tila is Magenta. No, Tila is uh, Janet. Yeah, Tila's Janet. And uh, Zoar, the sorceress, is... Wait, no, she was uh, she was Nell. Right. See, we have this whole thing. And so if you ever want it... <laughs> You Just, know what? I will. I'm. I mean, I'm surprised we didn't decide to do that for our concept. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he Man is Rocky, though, which is a perfect fit. Totally. That and is yes, for and sure. uh, Skeletor is Frankenfurter. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah, definitely. Perfect. Thank you so I much. Love, for coming. Yes, thank you guys so much. I loved it. Great. Thank you for having me. Yay. Our pleasure. You can get in contact with us on Facebook.com slash T from the Dark Side. Also on Instagram at T from the Dark Side. Um, you can also get in contact with us on Twitter at TFTDS Pod. And goodness gracious, if you just like good old fashioned email, that too is T from the Dark Side or clean one T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. And don't we have a live show coming up, Maddie? We absolutely do. October 26th at 9.30 p.m. We are doing a show at Go Comedy Improv Theater in Ferndale, Michigan. My goodness, it is episode one of season three. Can you guys believe it? We're already there. And it's a George Romero episode. So. You guys are troopers. We are. We are jamming, buddy. You deserve all the, the transmissions. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I think each of you. Oh, no. Oh, no. We just we way. do the work of... of Many men. Yes. <laughs> you know what they say about idle hands. Yes. <laughs> never get transmissionies. <laughs> if there is one more thing that you could do this week, Joe, just for us. 
if you could try, try to, to enjoy, enjoy the, the daylight. daylight. <laughs> okay. Thank yeah. you. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Hosted by Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Ink Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side. And on Twitter at TFTDS pod. Email us at tfromthedarkside at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.